This is a Symposium Podcast with E. Wright and Romero. Because they said I was a danger to the school and they brought up the what? school shooting. <laughs> yeah, what? they said I was a danger to the other kids and compared me to the school shooters in Texas. Who did this? My principal. He, and he didn't say it directly to me. He said it to like my mom. He emailed my mom. And my mom, she didn't care. She didn't do anything hey, about it. Hey, did you know this? <laughs> 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 oh, I, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Symposium Podcast. Yes, this sir. is episode 72 on the other side of the chair. What up, what up, people? Um, I go by the name E. Wright. Welcome back to the Symposium Podcast. I'll kick it back over to my man. You know what it is. Rose Gold in the building. It is July 25th, 2022. Uh, boys is back in the building, as I said. And uh, we have a very, very special episode for 72. But uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. Before we do anything else, to my man. Yes, sir. To the people, welcome to the party. So, check in. Yeah, that is really, really good sparkling water. Thank you. We're not going to say what it is because we ain't getting no money. It ain't drink, but. It ain't drink, just water. But, uh, yeah. What do you Um, got in that box there, sir? So, one of them. one of our listeners, who's a friend of mine, been <laughs> been trying to do this for probably like a year now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he sent us a gift. So if we don't record in this room, you know, we end up somewhere random. What is it? We have a banner now. Oh! We have a symposium banner. You know, in our backdrop, whatever. So shout out to Tony, my boy Tony Clements. Hey. So shout out to shout out to you, Tony. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. Thank you, man. Um, so yeah. You know? Wow. We can't stop now. Right. We gotta keep <laughs> like we right. can't stop now. We, sure. so, we gotta keep going. Yeah, man. That's pretty dope. Tony, man, thank you for the banner. Yeah. Very much appreciated, brother. Listen. Hang this up. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna hang this up. Yeah, we'll figure we'll figure it out. But yeah, appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So that's what that was. Great surprise. Wonder, wonderful surprise. Yeah, we're gonna leave that right yeah. there. <laughs> um, we're not doing any news. Nah, man. We, we just we should just get right into the episode. Yeah. Um. You know what? I ain't even gonna say anything else. Let's just let's just get into it. Let's mm-hmm. just move to the next thing. All right. Y'all gonna see the special guest. All right, bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here we are with our very special guest. I'm gonna pass it over to my man here. Shoot. Oh man, my bad. <coughs> what up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Symposium Podcast. I go by the name E. Wright. Oh, this is how we starting? I didn't know this was like the beginning, beginning. No, we just introduced it. Oh, okay, okay. Introduce yourself, man. 
Hey, you know what it is. Rose Gold, we back. <laughs> All right, so like you said, we do have a very special guest uh, with us today. Miss um, Lady, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Isayla. All right. This is Miss Isayla. Um, she, well, not her, but her her pops was on previous episodes. Mr. Tombstone, Mr. Mr. Tombstone Jones. Jones. Uh, spit an image of him. He's here, by the way. He just in the background, <laughs> yeah. just just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Nobody ever asks how we doing. Because well, yeah. I think they're a little intimidated. Got mics. <laughs> right. I am, I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for asking. Um, should we just get? Yeah. Let's, let's just get into dive it? right into. It. So, summer break. How's your break going? Good. Uh, well, let me give you a. Let me start. Maybe rewind. You're not from Minnesota. No. Where, Where are you from? from? Um, I'm originally from Wisconsin, but I moved to California. Oh, nice. Cali living. So how how's California? It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure. Do uh, I mean, what's your so? Where's your favorite place to to be? I like California more. Wisconsin and here has better weather, but California it just has way more to do. Sure. So, I would agree. I would agree there. So what do you do for fun out there? Um, I usually just hang out with friends and stuff, but mostly inside because it's too hot. Because <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> what is California like now since the pandemic and everything? Um, I don't know. It's kind of see. I when I came out, um, I moved to Florida for a year, mm-hmm. and before I lived in California, I was really young. But when I came back from Florida, I was only there for a while, a little bit before the lockdown started. So um, for me, I literally did not do anything. I didn't do school either. Oh, man. So, I mean, I did school. I just didn't participate or whatever. (laughs) But when it came back, it was really nice. So that that sounds like a lot of kids when the pandemic first happened. They was just chilling. So how's school for you? Because you seem like a really smart (laughs) kid. Yeah, school. um, Do you like school? Yeah, I like school, but I wouldn't say, like, I like going to school and learning, but I don't like anything else. You don't like the the social part of school? No. I like some of the people at my school. Like, there are a lot of kids that are fun to hang out with, Mm -hmm. but the school, like, one, there's, like, no diversity. A lot of kids there are, like, racist, homophobic, and they're open about it, too. They'll say it out loud. And the school doesn't do anything about it. Well, I heard you do. How well before we hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold hold on. <laughs> Let's pop the brakes real quick. How old are you, young lady? I'm 11. Okay. What grade are you in? I'm going into six. Oh. Sixth grade. Yeah. I remember sixth grade. Okay. Kids, kids are wild. Yeah. Now, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, I put our business out on the street, but I, you know, she can, she handles herself well. I heard. It ain't no business. <laughs> this is a symposium podcast. We say a lot of things on here. We do not hold back. So uh, you have to, uh, you know, do a little straightening on on, on some 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 kid one time, right? <laughs> yeah, they punished me for. I was in the office for three days. I missed two school events, and all the kids that I. The reason I did it was because he was sexually harassing and saying sexual things, and the school didn't do anything about it because someone 
two people went in the office and said they didn't do anything and they believed them over us, even though the boy specifically that I was sent to the office for for three days, he had a record of sexual harassment and assault. When he first, he came to the school late and like a few weeks after he came to the school, he sexually assaulted a girl in the class and he barely got any punishment. This is middle school? Elementary. Elementary. Jeez. And you're in like the same district? Yeah. The, um, I'd say, so I was in a Washington Charter School mm-hmm. and the middle school, I, from what I know, the middle school is way worse. Oh, but you just haven't, you're not. Yeah. Dead. Okay. Like there's one, there's three schools going to the middle school mm-hmm. and um, my school and the school that I went to in fourth grade, mm-hmm. those two schools are like the worst schools. Like all the bad kids go there. Like not like bad kids, but all the kids that are doing stuff, they'll go to their schools. Sure. And then they come into the middle school. And Oh, so, oh, okay. so it's all a collective of those yeah. schools into going to middle school yeah what's the student body i mean like how many students are there in the school i'm not if you sure. had to guess um because that's a lot of a lot of diversity in a way so would you consider just a big school in general yeah or? i mean the school isn't very big so i'd say like maybe 500 or more i don't that's, know that's still okay. a lot yeah that's a lot do, so did you have you um have y'all did like a like an orientation or like a walkthrough yet to the middle school? Uh mm. yeah, we went in the middle school and like uh went around and stuff and I've I've been there before. I have three older sisters and they all went to that school, so I'm I've seen it before. Nice. Okay. Um what was I gonna say? Shoot. Well, while you think, I, I'm curious to know a little more because to hear that you there was a situation with a boy, and you handled it basically. When, like, the people that should have, they didn't. What made you do that? Um. Well, that wasn't the first instance. Um. There was the event Water Day that we did at the school every year, and there'd one even before that event got brought up. People had been saying, like, really sexual and nasty things in the school, but no one said anything because it was just, like, boys doing it. Like, mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not trying to blame everything on boys, but they're the only ones doing it. Like, none of the girls do it in the school. So the first event that happened with Water Day um, were these two boys who say who were saying that they were excited to see us in our bikinis and, like, we're talking about our body parts. And... Me and a lot of other girls went to the office and told on them for it. And all they had to do was come in the office and apologize to it. And they let them off with just that because they started crying. Mm-hmm. And, and these then, are 9 and 10-year-old? Like 10, 11. 10, 11? Some Boys. 12. Yeah. And then um, after that, we I told the teachers a couple times. And I think... I'm most, like, I tell on people if I need to tell on them. I don't tell on people for random stuff. But if it's, like, coming down to, like, racism or uh, sexual stuff, I will tell on someone because I know a lot of kids are scared to. Because if you tell on someone, they'll call you a snitch for no reason. Even though they'll they'll call you a snitch even if it's not technically snitching. So the second time, I told on a whole group of boys for some 
being just annoying and disrespectful to our teacher or um or doing sexual stuff and the two boys two of the boys I sent an email with one of my friends two of the boys in those emails um were doing sexual stuff and two of my old friends went in that office to defend them Mm -hmm. and they got off super clean so one of the boys that I told on he after he came back from the office he was staring me down giving me dirty looks like saying really loud stuff to their friends I could hear and like point at me and stuff and um (laughs) and obviously the school didn't care because they let him off so when I went down um I was talking to my friend and I said something and I didn't say it directly to him but but you said it on purpose so you can hear yes <laughs> I mean he, they know I say stuff like that if it's bad like I I've said stuff like that before but like a lot of kids do mm-hmm. um but he basically told me on that told on me for that because he was mad or whatever and the office made me miss one the water day for that um another the school talent show had me in the office for like three or four days and um, the reason, I was supposed to be in the office for two days, and they kept me for an extra two. I was in the office for Thursday and Friday, and they took me back in the office for Monday and Tuesday because they said I was a danger to the school, and they brought up the what? school shooting. <laughs> yeah, what? they said I was a danger to the other kids and compared me to the school shooters in Texas. Who did this? My principal. He and he didn't say it directly to me. He said it to like my mom. He emailed my mom, and my mom she didn't care. She didn't do anything. Hey, about it. did you know this? <laughs> yeah, man, I was trying to hide the principal. He was ducking me though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, because he was actually there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was about to ask like, well. Like, little basic questions, but you kind of went deep already. So we just going. How how diverse is your school? Not at all. Not it's at all. um more a majority of like Mexican and Hispanic, mm-hmm. and then white, and then I think um I had the statistics. The statistics I looked that up a while ago, and it's the most majority is white, then Hispanic mm-hmm. or Mexican, and then um. It's like Asian, and then black is only like one percent of my school. Dang. Mm. Yeah, and all no. the black kids that I know, like in my grade, there were four, mm-hmm. the two pairs of siblings. Both of them are adopted by white parents. So even if there are black kids, they're like not yeah. really. They're whitewashed, basically. <laughs> what's I'm kind of curious to know, like, what is this? Um, like, what's the status of the school? Is it? Um, like, is it in a, I don't know, like a suburb? Yes. Or, okay. I live right next to Palm Springs. Oh, okay. And oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, um, that's like the rich retirement area. And then where I live, it's still retirement area, but not as rich, but it's still the whole place is suburban. Mm-hmm. That would explain a lot, especially with boys acting the way that they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it's not even inappropriate. It's just like, this is extremely wrong. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know, it's kind of hard. It's like, because it got me thinking, because I, obviously I work in a school, but it's, it's just weird. You know, it's just like, and it's weird to me that, like, nothing is happening to with these kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's just, I don't know. It's just like, 
I'm curious to know. Um, do you know the show Euphoria? Yeah. Do you watch it? I have watched it before, yeah. Well, she got older sister. Well, hold on. I'm getting yeah. to that. Do, from what you know, as a young lady, do kids your age watch that show? Um, no. It's There's, like, there's um some, I guess, that I've heard watch it, but most kids I've only seen, like, a little bit. Okay. Uh, I only ask because I'm wondering how much right. influence, influence yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would have. Yeah, most kids don't even know about that show. Good. School. That's good. They don't, they don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. But know. another thing, the boys that are doing this, they don't say it to me personally because they know, like, I will do something about it. Sure. The stuff that happens, the first instance with the two boys, they said it um, to one of my friends and then the second instance, that was, they were talking next to my friend. So they didn't say it to her. But the next instance, they were, like, sexually harassing my friend and, like, my table group. Because we had table groups and they were right next to us. Mm -hmm. And I saw and heard everything and they were just, like, harassing one of my friends. I don't think you answered my question from earlier, though. What makes you vocal about these sort of things because mm. other people can do it and i mean yeah, like you went you, to the pr yeah, you're supposed you so to believe how, how are you so comfortable yeah you know like speaking up and um advocating for i don't know i just think like um because i know a lot of girls are like scared that um well one they're gonna get in trouble or two the boys are gonna like call them snitches or um like get mad at them and for me like if someone's going to get mad at me for telling on them for a valid reason, then I don't want to interact with them. I did it for a good reason. If they're willing to get mad, then it's wrong. They mm. know they're wrong. Smart girl. Smart indeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you got? Sir? All right. Um, I have no more, like, school school questions. I just uh, – I was going to – let me get back to uh, summer. So summer break. First of all, I just learned that they're – she starts school back to school in August. Huh? Mid-August. What? Yeah. Is That's this why. like a, a, what do they call it, like a year-round school? Yeah, I start August 16th, and school gets out June 3rd. Dang. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of school. Yeah. So, so, summer, how, how are you, so what's your favorite thing about summer this, so far? Relaxing and sleeping in. Relaxing sure. and sleeping in? What time do you wake up? Like two. What? <laughs> I go to bed at like four a.m. Why do you go to what bed? What are you at 4 doing? Um, I talk to my friends and since, oh well, one friend. I talk to one of my friends and since she's two hours behind, oh, she'll keep yeah. me up. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. okay. Dang. No, that's still too late. Though. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's still too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> so, so, so you enjoy what's so what's the what's the what's your favorite thing you've done since you've been here? Um, here, um, I think. Oh, I went to a Juneteenth parade when I first got here, and I think that was fun because 
I've never like been to anything like that since there's not much like diversity in California. Mm. They don't have much of that. And before this summer, I didn't really come out here that much. Mm -hmm. So I've always just been in Wisconsin where I live. It's like just like it's in the middle of nowhere, basically. Yeah, sure. And there's like absolutely zero. Like it's worse than California where I live. So how important is that to you? Like to experience culture and diversity um, as an 11-year-old 11, 11 that lives in the suburbs? <laughs> I think it's important because, one, like, um, like, so I can learn more, like, about myself and stuff and learn more about different experiences. And especially, I think it's good to hear other point of views or point of views like mine because mm -hmm. um, I know my family since they're not very diverse or haven't been around a lot of stuff, the, it's um, they'll try to, like, convince me that my opinions are wrong. Mm. And that, like, is really stressful for me because I'll start to doubt myself. But being back, like, near diverse stuff, it'll, like, reassure me. That's legit. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really good answer, actually. Uh kind of threw me off. She's coming correct. <laughs> She's good, man. She's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see what I want to say. You got anything? No. All right. Um, let's go. Let's go. Wait. So did you answer? Oh, you said, so the Juneteenth, that was your favorite thing? Where Where was that? Like St. Paul? Um, I don't know. No, usually <laughs> for Juneteenth, that's, um, that's kind of on the outskirts of... of Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, what else? What about, what about, like, because uh, I'm trying to, like, kind of compare. Like, you can't really compare Minnesota and California, but I'm trying, because it's, like, it's, like, two different. But I'm just trying to see, like, so with experiences, um, like, how... So if you're if you were in you were in California, right? You just you just kick it with your friends inside. Um, was is it hard like when you're when you're here and not being around, or just like easy because of Facetime and? Um, I mean, it's not hard, but like it's kind of sad for me because um, my friends, I have like um, I have a friend group of five, mm -hmm. and one of my friends, she's been AFK all summer. We don't know what happened to her. And then my other friend, we've been fighting a lot, so we don't really talk to her. And my other two friends, one, um, I've barely hung out with, and two, her mom didn't like me for a while. Mm -hmm. So we just started hanging out right before summer. So oh, um, yeah. like the day before I flew out, I finally got to go to her house. Mm -hmm. So like missing all summer to hang out is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. But at least you're having fun though, right? Yeah. And you'll you know you'll see them soon. School, y'all all go to the same school, right? Yeah, we're um I'm have plans to hang out with them before school starts. Okay, well good. So, how do you feel about going to middle school, like in general, not just about like your school? How do you feel about like this next stage? Sixth grade. Um, yeah. I guess I'm excited because I have friends from like other schools that I'm gonna get to see, mm -hmm. but I'm also not excited because like um, middle school we're gonna have different classes and I might not be able to see my friends as much. Right. So, do you know how many hours? Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Do you know how many hours, like 
class periods y'all, y'all will have? Um, I think it's like an hour like each how, class. How many classes? Is it like seven? I think or it's like eight, maybe. Eight? Okay, that's a job. It's basically a job. So. Yeah. So. Okay. So you got to get used to. You're gonna have to get used to um, going to different classes. Yeah. I think I'll be fine with that. Yeah. It's just like I don't want to like stop seeing my friends as much if we get different classes. Right. So then, they, so it's like y'all gonna have like a passing time. Um. Yeah. I think we have like. like five. Well, we got like five minutes, but y'all gonna have. It's a certain amount of time in between classes. Hanging out by the lockers. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. um, I don't know for sure, but um, I think like, I mean, all I know is there's like a class for homeroom where you just get a whole period off, mm-hmm. basically, to like do homework. Mm-hmm. Did you have homeroom growing up? Uh, yeah, we did actually. I don't remember that. Yeah, we had. It was uh, yeah, we had homeroom. I, I don't think it was every day. Uh huh. But um, we definitely did. Okay. That has nothing to do with anything. I but no, it wasn't until like, that wasn't until like, until high school. It wasn't even like. Yeah. You know. Okay. I am curious to know something. So you're 11, right? Yes. You're 11 going into middle school, but you carry yourself like you're not 11. From being around your peers, what's the biggest difference that you've seen between you and other people? Um, I wouldn't say much because, like, it depends who I'm around. I can adapt. Like, with adults, I can, like, I guess act more mature. But if I'm around kids my age, I'll, like, adapt to, like, a kid. Like, I'll act like a kid, too. So, if anything, <laughs> um, it's just not that much, to be honest. Okay. That was an excellent response. <laughs> I am terrified. <laughs> so, 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 how did so? Are your friends like kind of similar to you, or or? Yeah, my friends are really similar to me. Um, they're like so. Um, I have like friends that are similar to me. Um, I have friends that like we're very similar, but we have like different humor, so we don't hang out as much. And mm-hmm. then I just have kids that are like, I'm completely different from them, but I'll still talk to them because yeah. like I can still like hang out with them and stuff. So I can like basically hang out with anybody, whatever. Sure. Sure. You can mingle, you can basically be in any crowd and fit in. Yeah. yeah. So um, you are, you're passionate about, you know, Social justice, right? Yeah. So what does is, what is social justice mean to you as a young person? Um, probably just, like, equality. Because, like, um, especially where I live, I just think it's really good to, like, make things right. Mm-hmm. Especially when a lot of people aren't educated where I'm from because they don't teach much about anything in my school. And if they do, it's just, like, watered down and makes it seem like it better than it actually was. Mm-hmm. So um, I just think, like, um, for me, it's just making things, people more aware. Okay. That's very important. And it sounds like it's not a lot of awareness where you're at. So, you know. None, um, really. Do you feel like, is that is that, like, more stressful? Like... You feel like you have to, um, like, well, do you feel like you have to, like, explain 
things a lot to people? Um, yeah, I guess because, yeah, I do explain things a lot, but I'm not, I don't really have a problem with it. Okay. Because, like, I think, like, it's fun to, like, teach people about different things, mm -hmm. I guess. Okay. So you, so you, 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 you like, like, kind of like educate people if they. Yeah. Okay. How do you go about doing that exactly, especially when it comes to social justice? Um, usually if they, like, most of the time it's just we'll be talking about it or I'll say something and they don't really understand. Mm -hmm. So I just, like, explain it to them. And if they still don't understand, I'll go, like, deeper into detail. So it's through conversation? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, last time you were here, we kind of talked about, well, you, you were talking about it, um, you know, like the, the whole Roe versus Wade, and um, I kind of just want to, you know, get your thoughts on everything going on with that, you know, like, trying to, like, word it, because you kind of went, you, you, you know, you kind of went into, into detail, so just, just kind of, can you just kind of touch on that, like, yeah. Um, so basically from, I from learned, your perspective, yeah. Yeah, I learned about Roe v. Wade, like, off of TikTok when it first, like, once it, it, like, right as it got overturned, the day it got overturned, I saw mm -hmm. a video on it, and I started looking it up and stuff, and I didn't, I, before, like, it got overturned that day, I didn't know anything about Roe v. Wade. I heard right. about it once for, um, the baby formula, I mm -hmm. heard a little bit about something going on with that, but that was it. Mm -hmm. So um, once I started researching and stuff, I learned that, um, like, it was, they were taking away abortion rights, and not only, um, I think people, some people don't really know um, Roe v. Wade being overturned isn't just taking away abortion. It's taking away a bunch of different things mm -hmm. because, like, Roe v. Wade is like an umbrella, and it's, it's got, like, all these other um, things to it. And like the ones that I memorized, um, it's like taking away obviously abortion, mm -hmm. C-sections, um, hormone therapy, um, birth control, condoms, and it's taking away all those things and stuff. And um, if I think like one, it's stupid to take away abortion because um, I know like some people like, I had a talk with my aunt. She works in a first choice center. Mm -hmm. And um, she's, like, against abortion. Um, and I remember her, like, explaining, being like, um, you shouldn't have to take away another life just because you feel like it. Which I don't think that's um, very true because, one, a fetus, it's not a baby fully. Especially when it's first conceived, it's basically as alive as like a plant and one it can't survive without the mother so I th think if like a woman decides that they're gonna have an abortion um I think it should be their decision because one they're having the baby mm -hmm. um two like it's their decision obviously but um like I think people need to realize like some people get an abortion because they can't financially like take care of the child or they wouldn't be a good fit or if they had that baby there'd be complications or they would just end up giving it away mm. and you did all this research on your own yes 11 <laughs> that is wild yeah. bro 
That is wild. Do you what what do you want to what do you want to be when you grow up? I know that's a dumb question, but like Um, I either want to be like a teacher, maybe. I I assume or that. um probably like a lawyer. Oh, okay. Or a judge. I can see that. Yeah, Just they make I can see literally all of them. All of those. Yeah. Dang. All right. Hold on. Before hold on, before we do anything, just staying on Roe v. Wade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you, as young as you are, to have these sort of conversations, especially with another adult, um, what are the feelings that come up for you when someone is opposed to abortion? Um, It makes me feel like a little upset because like, if you're opposed to it, you obviously don't really know about it. And mm -hmm. you're just going off like, stuff you heard from like Fox News or something and you don't <laughs> really <fire>. know. <laughs> um, and especially if you are going off Fox News, like, well, my family does. Um, they're full of misinformation. One, they don't educate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, when I talk about my family, I'm talking about Um. So I think it's really stupid to think that um, just like abortion and stuff is just about women not feeling that they don't want to take care of that baby. Or another thing, uh, they'll say, well, um, if you want to have sex, then you should just deal with the consequences of it. Which, one, um, I think it depends. One, if you're taking proper measures like... Um, condoms or birth control and it doesn't work then I think it's okay to have an abortion because one you tried and if it doesn't work that's not your fault mm -hmm. um two like would you rather have a woman abort the fetus or give birth to a baby who's not gonna have a good life won't be taken care of won't be fed or even worse put into the foster care system Solid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's it's just wild. Like, you know, I'm sitting here like, you know, you're you're a really, really intelligent, intelligent young girl, dude. And that's and that's that's pretty cool to uh to see and experience. Um and I'm I'm just glad that you you know you're like you're passionate about the things that you're passionate about because that's literally like it's crazy for us to be going through this, you mm -hmm. know, like just the times we live in are, are just wild times, you know, and you worry about that younger generation. Well, us as an older generation, I just feel like, you know, it's like what, what is going to be left for them, you know, and where are they going to go through an experience? That does bring up an interesting question. So as someone <clears throat> who is of a young generation, mm -hmm. There's a lot that you've experienced at the age that you are. The pandemic, the all of the injustices that have been going on, like with George Floyd and whatnot. And you know, now you have this, you have this next big thing, Roe v. Wade, right? Like it's just been nonstop year after year. Mm -hmm. Mind you, you're only eleven. What is the awareness of your generation? Um, I think it's different from one where you like live mm -hmm. or like if you're being educated about it or like, I don't know, if you're educating yourself about it. For me, 
Um, I've been trying to learn about like social justice and all about the world since like nine. And but I know some kids are like completely unaware of anything that's happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, well, it depends how old you are. I think my age, like in fifth grade or even fourth, I Mm -hmm. think they should start teaching it. Maybe not the full thing, but making these kids aware because the decisions that being that are being made are directly affecting our generation. The people that are making it are going to die off and we're going to be stuck with their decisions. And I really hope when we get older and um, we'll be able to educate our younger generations about it or um, people who are teaching us as we get older, they'll start making us more aware. Mm -hmm. You're Generation Alpha, right? No, I'm Generation Z. Are you? How far back does that go? So. It's um, you're a teacher. It's 1997 or it's 1997 or eight to like 2010. Oh, okay. And then Generation Alpha is after that. Yeah. All right. I was gonna say she would know. <laughs> um. So I I think just following what she said, I think what's different is gonna like. The tick, like she just learned, she learned that from TikTok. TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, um, just the social media in, in general, like, is that's what you know. That's basically where we get our news from now, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that I think that's important to you know just to be like just mindful of that. Like, it ain't all just BS on there. You know what I mean? It's like, but. Um, we do like as an education system like we we gotta get rid of the stuff we're teaching these kids you know what I mean it's the same thing over and over and over yeah like like I don't just especially history you know what I mean like the history stuff is the same like that that needs to change that curriculum needs to change why are we still reading To Kill a Mockingbird? I don't know. Like, that ain't going to be nothing. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it. we need to have something put in place for this, like, for equality. You know what I mean? Just teaching that. We do need, I feel like we do need to teach, especially in some, you know, some states. It's like, um, so we do a lot of equity and inclusion. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's important to the, you know, just kind of integrate that in these classrooms and just getting, you know, just like you said, making our younger people just be more aware, mm-hmm. you know, of what's going on around us. I think that's truly important. I um, agree. Yeah. So just, you got another? Well, I was going to ask. So to hear Eric say those things, what's one thing? That you would want yeah, yeah, to see good question. in terms of education. Like if you could make your own your own um, curriculum or anything, what what would you want? I would want to teach more about probably racism and not just like racism against African Americans. I'm talking about all races. Mm-hmm. Because like I feel like even if they do teach about racism, it's mainly just focused on slavery. And even then it's like downplayed. 
or stuff like when I learned about it, it's really watered down. Like they sure. don't tell you the full truth about it. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky my teacher wasn't, she didn't like filter out stuff for us. She was telling us the full truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, like, I think there should still be more of that, like with all the races, like Asian, Indian, yeah, all the other stuff, Native American too. And um, probably teaching more about like, Hmm. I don't know, like equality with like sexual orientations, because especially where I'm from, um, I know people say like you shouldn't be teaching these young kids about it, but I'm not saying you should be teaching kindergarten or third graders about it. I'm saying like for me and even if I'm more mature, I know we're in fifth grade, we're old enough to mm-hmm. at least learn a little bit about it. Um, because if we're not learning anything about these things, we're going to grow up to not know anything and even maybe be bigoted about it. Like, we're not going to do anything. So then, I'm sorry, before yeah, I ahead, ask anything else. All right, so that's, that brings up another interesting question that I'd have for you. At this age, you are still considered a child, but you're touching on very serious things. The legal age... I mean, the, the age to be considered an adult here in America is 18. For you, um, in your opinion, when is a kid a kid, an adult an adult? Um, well, I think it's, well, everybody's different. Like, you could um, be very <laughs> mature and, like, act like an adult at, like, 14. But then some people don't fully mature until they're, like, in their 30s. Yep. So um, <laughs> I think, I guess 18 is a good, like, age for it to be legal. But um, just because you're legal doesn't mean you're an adult yet. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got, E? Um, so do do you guys, like, discuss mental health at all? No. No? Um, no. And, well, my teacher in fifth grade, I say she was the most, like, um, like, she educated us the most out of all the other fifth grade Mm -hmm. classes. She was really open about that stuff. And, um, one, I think there is kind of a limit because there's a difference between educating you about it or just telling you everything. Like, my teacher... She would tell us all her problems. <laughs> like she, she would tell us everything like that she her had. Therapist yeah, and um, like I think it's good to like teach you about these different things. So once if it happens to you, you don't feel like ashamed or different yeah. for it. So so yeah. so do you? So what do you know about mental health? Um, that you can share. I guess. Um, no like pressure. What, what do you mean by that? Like, um, so you, you you clearly you know what it is, right? Um, so like, so okay, so for me, um, when I was like younger, I didn't really believe in it, I should say, until like I got older and realized the like the stuff I was feeling, and like you know that was kind of like, or if something don't go right, just kind of like that depression feel. Like I didn't know really know what it was, you know, until. I got older and, you know, learned more about it. Like, 
Where you where are you at with that? Um, I think I know a lot about like depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, social anxiety, um, all that stuff. But um, I know like I um, I think some people that aren't as educated. Well, one, they feel ashamed if they have it, or two, mm-hmm. if Stigma. they don't have it, they um, think it's like wrong or weird. Like mm-hmm. they, since they they don't want, like, especially for parents, they don't want their kids to have it, or they don't want to have like a weird kid or whatever. And I think that's really harmful because, mm-hmm. um, like, um, mental health can be like I said, depression, anxiety, or whatever. It can also be, like, dissociation or even for, like, trans kids. Like, they could have dysphoria. And um, that goes into, like, homophobia, too, like, or transphobia. Um, it, like, it's really harmful if especially a parent or your peers are shaming you because they don't know about it because that can lead to, like, depression and suicidal thoughts. She said like three words I didn't even know. <laughs> Dead ass. You're a teacher. Uh, hey, I'm a high school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how is your mental health right now? Like as today? Good question. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm good. So do you, do you like? Um, it's very important to you know just kind of check yourself. Yeah. You, you're not feeling. I know. Like before, especially after I went into the pandemic, I like really bad like social anxiety i wouldn't say mm-hmm. anxiety in general yeah but i was really uncomfortable around people and like mm-hmm. i couldn't make conversations mm-hmm. at all like it made me feel like really really nervous yeah and um i think for me what i did i whenever i was out i'd like compliment people to try to build up social skills <laughs> like and yeah, I would go around just complimenting people, and that got made it really better for me. What made you do that? Like, yeah, <laughs> um, like I will compliment people for about anything, like their hair. Their so yeah, eyes like, but what whatever. gave you that idea to like? Um, I don't know. I just like making people feel good about themselves. Okay, you're a good kid. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't. You gotta no. no. This is great. Um, I did have a question for you. Oh, so. You've already touched on like a lot of things, depression, anxiety, dissociation, which I'm very impressed that you said that. But for for kids your age, um, I guess I'm just kind of wondering, do you feel that a lot of children are experiencing those sort of things, especially now? Definitely. Do they have an outlet? Probably not. Because okay. schools... Um, I know a lot of kids say never go to the school counselor because um, they will not keep your business private. They'll tell your parents about everything, even if it's, I mean, it's good to tell your parents if it's like serious Mm -hmm. or you could harm yourself or others. But I've had like my friends who have gone to the school counselors, they've said um, after they got home, their parents somehow know. And I think... um, that's bad because I think we should be able to have an outlet so we can express our feelings, especially like now we're all going through puberty, a lot more emotions or whatever, and we um, need to be able to talk about it so it doesn't get worse. And I think it's really harmful that your only outlet would be 
sharing all your business. Yeah. So then if you don't, this is really messed up, just the things that I'm hearing about school, but if you don't have those sort of things in place. It's wild, bro. Yeah. It's nuts. If you don't have those sort of things in place for yourself where you can um, tell someone what's going on with you, what is the alternative? I know some kids just don't say anything. Some kids can talk to their friends about it. Or there's, have you ever heard of trauma dumping? Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of kids do that. Like, I used to have a friend that I'm not friends with her anymore. She would, she couldn't talk to her parents or the school counselor. She had her sister, but um, I don't know if she even talked to her because she would trauma dump all the time. And I think that's, like, one, it's sad that that's your only option left. But, two, it's very harmful to the people that you're doing it to. Because mm-hmm. if you're bringing all your problems to them without, like, unwanted, like, not yeah. warning them or asking them before, yeah. I think it's harmful to them because, like, they're going to be thinking about that. Or especially if it's, like, you're expressing, like, suicidal thoughts. Like, they're going to be worrying about you and that might cause them, like, anxiety. Yeah. Very, very impressive. You yeah. even mentioned that because with something like that, it always has to be in a safe space for both parties, mm-hmm. right? That person needs to feel comfortable to express such things, and the other person has to be comfortable to even hear such a thing. Like, okay, I'm mentally prepared. What are you? What's going on with you? Tell right. me. So, good on you. What do you got? Um, Jones, do you have any questions? Yeah, the, yeah. I got, I got one. What's your favorite uh, Tyler Creator song? Huh. Oh, um, I don't know. I like a few. I like, um, it's on his Wolf album. I like Rusty a lot. Mm. Have you ever heard that? Okay. I, I taking it real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like Rusty or, um, what's it from? <laughs> I can't remember the album name at the minute. I might be Goblin, but it's She. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Goblin. With, yeah. 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 With Frank Ocean. And um, one other, I'm trying to think. I like, hmm, I like See You Again with Callie Etches on Flower Boy. How you, how you get into Tyler Creator? Um, well, my sister listened to it a lot. And then, um, like, she didn't listen to that much. But I would hear it on her, like, songs sometimes. And then I would, I saw, I remember seeing a video on TikTok mm-hmm. about right when Igor came out. Um, it was being like you're trying to listen to your song in the hallways and the teacher comes gets you or whatever. And I looked up the song and at first I didn't really like it mm-hmm. and I didn't like his music at all. But it was like in like late 2020, I got into his music again and then I just really liked him from there. Nice. Let's talk. That's it. Mr. Jones, you got a question? Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, one-sided uh, uh, responses from the fam. What's your favorite thing about your dad and why. I already said the most thing, fun thing I've done. With me. Juneteenth. Oh, yeah. uh, you don't wasted. Back, <laughs> back to the first question. I'm not good at doing the interview questions. That's why I got these two hosts. True. True. Um, what was the first part? Family. What's your favorite thing about him? He has the same views as me. Okay. And I can talk to him. Does he listen or does he just? Yeah. 
Does he just be talking? Because he just be talking. And he talks to me too. (laughs) He talks to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually have a father daughter relationship. That's good. Uh, What were you going to say? I was going to ask, you know, with your dad, knowing him, he is known as Tombstone for, for many reasons, but he is a fighter. And we've touched on that in his episode. You are a fighter yourself, not in the same wave, very, very different, but there's some, you seem like you got some fire in you. How has your father influenced you? Um, he hasn't really. <laughs> I just, I kind of just had like anger issues on my own. Oh. <laughs> or did you mean like a fighter in not, you didn't mean a fighter like. You meant not physically. Yeah, you meant like yeah. in the like the justice and the oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 not yeah. not physically. I mean, just how you're talking about social justice, or even the story that you told us in the beginning about speaking up and <clears throat> like not letting boys get away with what they're doing. Oh yeah, I it kind of came up. I did it on my own, but it was nice because like. Um, I, when I would tell him about it, he'd be encouraging. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, yeah, he'd always be encouraging. Mm-hmm. So one incident where it was like, well, my dad said. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you have any questions? Any more questions? Um, I just, last thing, is there anything... Anything you want to tell? I don't. I don't know who watches this or who listens to this. But is there anything you want to tell the people out there? One last thing you want to tell the people out there? Any shout outs? Any? No. No. <laughs> for your generation and for the younger generations, they're not gonna hear this for God knows how long. <laughs> but when they're older, what are some words? That, do you have any words that you would want to share with them? Uh, yeah. Don't be afraid to speak out. Okay. Solid. I like it. Last call? Last call. Okay. So last call is where we're just reflecting on the conversation and what we've taken away from it. Um, you want to go? Um, I guess my last call is just, uh, it was just great to see, you know, um, just, you know, like, just to hear you articulate your thoughts and just like, you know, like your you know, your beliefs as, you know, especially as, as an educator myself. And it just makes, it's like refreshing to hear the youth talk the way you talk and think the way you think. Um, so that's kind of what I took from it. You know, it's just, it's, it's hope. Mm-hmm. It's hope that, you know, change will happen and it's going to start with y'all. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, Man, like to have these sort of conversations with you and to keep in mind, like she's 11. Yes. One thing that really stands out to me is like, okay, as we're supposed to be the old heads, right? And we're supposed to know God knows how much information and stuff. Mm -hmm. We need to have these sort of conversations with the youth. Yeah. With the younger generation. Right. For so many reasons, just to know what's going on with y'all. What are you experiencing? How you feel? But... What can we learn from you? Right. Because just because we're older doesn't mean we stop learning. Right. We can learn a lot from y'all. So 
have those conversations. Keep them open because you're never going to stop growing. What do you have for the last call? I don't know. Not really anything. <laughs> sure. No pressure. I've said all I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. Um, Isaiah, I want to just thank you again for, you know, spending time with us and, you know, dropping dropping your knowledge on us. Yeah. And, you know. Thank you for having me. That was, that was amazing. That was amazing. All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was another fantastic episode of the Symposium Podcast. Um, I'm E. Wright. Rose Gold. Isaiah. And we're out. Symposium Podcast, episode 72. Until next time, y'all. We're out.